Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm going to assume for this episode that everyone is aware that Elon Musk is now the owner of Twitter. That deal concluded within the last couple of weeks. And because of Elon Musk being such a public figure from being active on the platform already, it's the wild, wild west at the moment over on Twitter. Some of the immediate changes and comments that Elon Musk has made have caused controversy. And one of the biggest changes that I wanted to discuss in today's episode are the changes that Elon Musk has made more immediately to Twitter's premium offering, Twitter Blue. In Twitter's words, Twitter Blue is our premium subscription service that elevates quality conversations on Twitter. It's an opt-in paid monthly subscription that adds a blue check mark to your account and offers early access to select new features. Currently, Twitter Blue is available on iOS only in the US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and in the UK, but with plans to expand. And I think this is an addition to their Twitter Blue page, but Twitter accounts created on or after November the 9th, 2022 will be unable to subscribe to Twitter Blue at this time. And I think that's probably got something to do with the explosion of parody accounts that have been created since Twitter Blue was launched, which I'll discuss a little later on this episode. So I was going to skip over the first part of this episode, but as I'm scrolling through Twitter and I'm seeing people's content about Twitter Blue, I realized that actually one of the biggest decisions people are having to make right now, that's big brands, uh, brands of all sizes and individuals, is whether or not to even stay on Twitter at all. And this is because Elon Musk is a controversial character. I personally don't know too much of his historic controversies. I'm familiar with the businesses that he runs. I'm familiar with the success he's had from a monetary perspective and a little bit about his background. I'm not too familiar with some of the controversies surrounding his businesses or his thoughts on free speech. But I do know that people are already making that decision whether to stay on the platform or not solely based on their perception of Elon Musk, uh, based on his values, his characteristics, and whether their values align with his. And this is just a high-profile example of something that we're continuing to see. And these ethical decisions on which platforms we engage with, which platforms we advertise on, they're all going to be determined in the future by a consensus, an agreement at a team level about where uh, our values are aligned and where we want to be spending our time. I thoroughly expect that this change to Twitter will cause some some of these conversations to happen in our team. I expect to be talking to our team about Elon Musk, their understanding of who he is, uh, what his values are, what he represents, and whether our values as a business align with whether we should be on Twitter or not. 
And so before we even get to Twitter Blue, I think that will be one of the considerations that we're going to make as individual marketers, but also we're going to have to make as marketing teams and brands. As people, as individual marketers, as brands, as marketing teams, our values are going to continue to be tested by our awareness of the people behind the platforms that we're engaged with. And in recent years, we've seen high profile examples. The immediate one that comes to mind are companies that boycott Facebook advertising uh, because of their issues with how Facebook operate. Uh, We've also perhaps to a lesser extent seen it with when Joe Rogan joined Spotify and how Spotify employees, but also Spotify users responded to that news. These are decisions we now have to make as consumers and marketers. But for the rest of this episode, I'm going to assume that Elon Musk is a neutral character and we're deciding whether to invest in Twitter Blue purely based on marketing considerations. So I'm going to look at the investment in Twitter Blue through a number of different lenses in this episode based on the features and functionality that Twitter Blue provides. A reminder that Twitter Blue is available for around $7.99 in the countries that it's currently available in. And you can see all of this information yourself by just going to Twitter, clicking on your profile, and then just reading through the Twitter Blue features. So currently, there's only one feature available for Twitter Blue subscribers with many more to come. So the feature that's available right now is that all Blue subscribers get a verified account and a Blue tick. In the days that have elapsed since the enhanced version of Twitter Blue was released, this Blue tick and verified account feature has caused a lot of controversy. The main reason is that it now means that anyone can be verified, which has led to a rise in parody accounts being created. It really is a free-for-all at the moment. So if you're not currently verified and you want a blue check, is subscribing to Twitter Blue worth it? This is interesting because I think it puts brands in a really difficult position. Just thinking about us as a marketing agency, I think we're at a very low risk of someone trying to parody us or claim that they're us. I've said that now on a podcast, so of course I now need to subscribe. But it it doesn't mean that it can't happen. And so for peace of mind and for some level of brand protection, I'm probably going to subscribe our agency to Twitter Blue. Perhaps you're a business that operates in a space that already has lots of parody accounts, has had difficulties in the past with people claiming to be you. This might not be such a bad option to verify your account for a very small fee per month um, and claim a higher level of legitimacy. But as I said, the downside is that it's actually led to an immediate rise in parody accounts. Although, as, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, clearly Twitter are aware of that and clearly that's not a good thing. So it wouldn't su- surprise me if they tweaked this offering at some point very quickly to avoid a continual rise in parody accounts. Otherwise, brands will just leave the platform. So the next feature that's coming soon is rocket to the top of replies, mentions, and search. Tweets from verified users will be prioritized, helping to fight scams and spam. And for me as a marketer, this is the main incentive to subscribe to Twitter Blue. A very small fee, particularly if you already have an existing Twitter audience, or you know that Twitter has been or is likely to continue to be a platform where you engage your audience it makes complete sense to me that you would want priority in people's feeds. Now, of course, if this feature is available to everyone, it's difficult to know because the feature isn't currently rolled out just how much of an advantage you will get in people's feeds. So I'm very curious to see where this goes. But on the surface, if it gets me a little bit more of social media 
awareness for under a hundred pounds a year. And it's a really important platform for me. I'm probably going to spend that money because I can't think of too many places where I can spend under a hundred pounds and gain the kind of brand awareness that this is suggesting that I might get. The next feature on the list is see half the ads. Again, this is coming soon. And there's a note to say, see 50% fewer ads than non-subscribers. I don't really know what else to say on this topic, apart from if you go back a couple of episodes ago, this was one of the last topics that I discussed. I expect to see this more. This is just another example where we're paying for the amount of ad intrusion that we want. And in this case, they're offering 50% fewer ads than non-subscribers. It's okay. I guess it's a benefit. Um, It's not a selling point on its own. The next feature, again, coming soon, is the ability to post longer videos. You'll finally be able to post longer videos to Twitter. That's interesting, the way that language, because it suggests to me that maybe this is what people have been asking for. I don't actually know off the top of my head what the limit on videos on Twitter is. I think maybe I guess around five minutes. I don't know that I'm scrolling through Twitter enough in that way to want to see longer videos on Twitter. It's not my platform for longer form videos. Uh, you know, my natural platform for anything longer than five minutes is YouTube. Um, it'll be really interesting to see whether people actually care about this and whether people do start to post longer form videos to Twitter. What's most interesting to me is that they must have some kind of data that suggests that's important to people or Elon Musk and his team. Um, you know, maybe that's an, a sign of what's to come. Perhaps they think that longer form video on Twitter is going to be particularly important for whatever their future model is. Yeah, but I I guess perhaps if you're a marketer and you are focused on long form video and you found Twitter restrictive up until this point, that could be a benefit for you. But I'm I'm a bit sceptical about this area and I'm willing to see how things play out because there's nothing that I've seen that suggests to me yet that people want the ability to actually sit on Twitter for longer than they already are. And the last feature on their list, which again notes that it's coming soon. And by the way, for these coming soon features, there's nothing in the app that provides any kind of roadmap about when these features are going to be rolled out. But anyway, the next feature is the ability to gain early access to select new features within Twitter Blue Labs. So all of the experimental features that they are rolling out. So for your average user that might want to sign up to this primarily for the blue check mark and maybe for the um, algorithmic priority, that probably isn't that much of an interesting feature. I think the ability to gain early access to Twitter Blue Labs features is probably most interesting if you're in the if you're a tech publisher or a social media publisher, uh, maybe a podcaster, influencer, and gaining access to early features is the way in which you generate content and engagement with your audience. Again, then you're paying £8 a month or $8 a month, and it gives you a lot of extra content perhaps to work with. But at the moment, because we don't really know what's in that roadmap, I don't know how much extra content that's going to give you. And that's everything that's listed on their page at the moment. So you can perhaps tell from my tone that I'm not really blown away by the Twitter Blue offering so far. I do think that there's some brand protection considerations that make this a necessity. So not even useful, just a necessity. And that's something that we're probably going to look at ourselves. I'm really interested to see how the algorithmic prioritization will work. For me, that's the biggest benefit as a marketer. And it makes complete sense. Again, if I've got an existing audience on the platform, 
Um, perhaps I have some engagement, but I want to increase my engagement. Perhaps I know that it drives people to my website, drives people to convert, raises my brand awareness. If it's already a piece of my marketing puzzle and I know it's working, the ability to amplify that at a very low cost per month makes complete sense. That's the thing I'm most excited about. But aside from that, there's not really a lot else that grabs me. As always, I'm interested in your thoughts. Will you subscribe to Twitter Blue? Are you going to be leaving the platform entirely based on your values and their alignment with what you know of Elon Musk? What do you think about the ability to post longer videos? Is that something that you'll experiment with? Can you see user behavior changing on Twitter in that way? At the time of publishing, we're still on Twitter, so tweet us at SiteVisibility or email me scott.colnut at sitevisibility.com. This has been the Internet Marketing Podcast. Take care. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.